0: Jesus said, Arise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. To another episode of It Was Found in My Heart, we are going through John five, chapter five, and we covered uh, one through nine. But before we get into that, we appreciate y'all being here every week for us, and um, hopefully, you're getting something from our line upon line series on John. And we picked John because John is rich. When you want to know about Jesus, you go to John, and John. It just unwraps Jesus Christ like we've never seen him unwrapped from the other three gospels. So, but as we get into this, we started off with Jesus saying in verse eight, Jesus says, rise, take up thy bed and walk. And when I, when, when I read that, when I was just reviewing this and reading that, it, it just kind of reminded me of, uh, those rise, take and walk. Rise from the dead. We come out of this, this funk you in. And so the, the next thing is, is that rising is representative to me. And this is my synopsis on this. Rise is a representative of us coming out of the grave, coming out of a place where uh, darkness dwells, where sin dwells. And he's saying, rise, get up. Take represents the cross. Once we rise, once we repent, there's a cross that we need to bear daily. Daily taking up that cross. And then last, of course, walk, follow him. You know, so it's, it's like the gospel presented to us as far as, you know, rising up from the grave, taking up our cross daily and then following him. And what's so interesting, we talked about this earlier was that this man been there for 38 years, right? He gives, oh, he, right? he had the illness for 38 years, correct? And Jesus tells him, rise, take up thy bed and walk. And so these things are three things that up until this point, he's laying, you know, he had this illness for 38 years. Let's assume that he was in this pool area for 38 years, laying there, laying and needed people to help. So it's apparent these three areas are almost like three miracles that he gets this man to operate under, which was foreign to him until this moment. He couldn't rise, so he needed help to rise. He couldn't take up his bed because he needed help to take his bed because he couldn't rise. And then latter, he couldn't walk because he was lame. So rise, one, miracle. Two, taking up his bed. And three, he's walking. All those with one command that, or I guess it was like one sentence that Jesus speaks into this man's life. And then what happened? You know, you think about it, what was going on with him that this man this stranger he was unknown to this dude right says these words and automatically he responds in a way that's victorious in his life that's a game changer in his life you know you have any um, thoughts on that
1: he must have seen something in jesus some kind of authority in him to do exactly what he told him to do because if you if you've had this illness for 38 years And you've, I don't know if he ever tried to, to rise up, Mm. if he ever tried to take up his bed, if he ever tried to work, walk, excuse me, walk during the time, the 38 years that he had this illness. Mm. Did he ever try to do those things that Jesus told him? Or did somebody else ever say, ma'am, have you ever tried walking? Have you ever tried, try to get up? You know, did, did that, Did that conversation ever happen between himself or himself and someone else? But however it was, it wasn't how Jesus expressed it. Because when he said it, he said it as if it's done. Now get up. Amen. That's good point. Now get up.
0: So what made it interesting is that and immediately... Verse 9 says that the man was made whole. Mm -hmm. Now, look at it from this perspective. Jesus says these these three commands. He says, rise. He says, take up your bed. And he says, walk. Mm -hmm. Immediately, the man was made whole when he spoke those words according to the scriptures, right? And he took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. So it's it's amazing because it doesn't say anything that he rose. So the rose when he, you know, rising Mm -hmm. was a part of immediately.
1: He had made whole. He was made whole.
0: So he rose up, took up his bed and he walked. Mm -hmm. It it was on a Sabbath day. Oh, no, no. Don't you dare come and heal me or do something like this on a Sabbath day. Now, the, the issue might not have been the healing. As we can see from verse 10. The Jews therefore said unto him, "That was cured. It is the Sabbath day, and it's not lawful for you to carry your bed." So the emphasis here is on carrying his bed, right? Mm-hmm. Let's unpack this. You know, give me some give me some thoughts about this particular verse, my love.
1: Well, I think, like you just said, it wasn't. They weren't even looking at the fact that this man had this infirmity this illness this lameness for 38 years mm-hmm. they just kind of overlooked that they skimmed that fact and they went immediately to the this was done on the sabbath i mean this man never walked before and you've probably the i say you meaning the pharisees probably saw him there mm-hmm. he probably was begging from them at some point. So they saw him there all the time and And, it didn't even.
0: And we really can't say, we can't say that he didn't walk before because it just tells us he was in this illness, this lameness for 38 years.
1: Right, well for 38 years years. that's what I'm saying. They saw him in this state for 38 years where he was not able to move himself Mm -hmm. and the first thing you say to a person whom you haven't seen Move and you say, Who did this? or This was done on the Sabbath day, mm-hmm. instead of rejoicing right. in the fact that this man now can walk, mm-hmm. he can stand, he can do whatever, just like you. Mm-hmm. That just kind of blew right over their head, right. and you just went straight to, You did this on the Sabbath. How dare you get healed? on the sabbath
0: day that's not lawful i mean if, if we uh think about it from a perspective of okay a person just got saved radically saved man just loves jesus in and out but it's not lawful it's not right that you have those many tattoos it's it's not right it's not right that you you know you did this it's not right that you mm-hmm. did that it's not right that your eyes can you can see now. It's not it's just not right because you're doing it the wrong way. It's not happening the way we say it's supposed to happen. It's not happening the way we think it should happen. It's not going down the way we thought it should go down. I mean, really this man has been lame for 38 years and all you can come out of your back pocket is this is not lawful for you to carry your bed. <laughs> really? Come on now. You listen, listen That is the thickness. When I when I read that, it shows the thickness and the blindness of what law and religion can do. It can you can overshoot the grace, the mercy, the forgiveness, the love, the long suffering of God because it didn't go down the way you wanted to go down. Because our traditions say it should be like this and our traditions make the word of God, the power of God of none effect. Right.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I mean, they, if I can, you know, go back into to Matthew's where the Pharisees said the same thing to Jesus when his uh, disciples were hungry and they Went into the temple and and ate. I think it was they went into the temple. Let me make sure I'm getting that right. Yeah, it was on it was on the Sabbath and it wasn't in the temple. It was in the fields. Mm-hmm. They went in the grain fields, and they began to pluck the grains to eat. And the Pharisees saw this and they began to complain and condemn. How dare your disciples do this on the Sabbath? And Jesus said they were they were hungry. Mm-hmm. And he said, Did you not read? where David's men right. did the same thing. And David's men was the one that went into, mm-hmm. they, they went into the temple and took the showbread and, and ate it. Mm-hmm. And he says, and Jesus told him, don't you know that he's Lord even of the Sabbath. So here they are questioning this man who was healed by Jesus, the Lord of the Sabbath. It's like Jesus is asking them in Matthews, who's, is, is the temple greater? The temple is not greater. The law is not greater than the man. It's not.
0: What I see from what you're saying and reading from the word of God, there are there is religion out there. There is traditions out there that stays on the surface of what God wants to do underneath. God is come, come into our hearts. And if he can change our heart, if he can write the 10 commandments on our heart, then it's not about a law. It's not about a tablet. It becomes a way of life. When the Bible says that God is love, that's his being. That's who he is. And through Christ Jesus, God is wanting us to be love, be forgiveness, be mercy, be grace. Right. It's just like breathing. We don't think about breathing. We just wake up we in the do. morning and it's there. It's there
1: until it's not. Here. Right
0: until it's not. Yeah. <laughs> so in the same likeness, we need to 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 breathe something that's already there. Mm-hmm. Walk and live our lives as if it's there already. That's right. Love. He is love. He is love. You know, he is forgiven. And
1: he's calling he, us. To he be is the holy. Saint. He
0: He is holy. He is righteous. He is merciful. You know, he is long suffering. All those things he has birthed in us as believers in Christ Jesus, being born again Christians. That is how we should be breathing.
1: I mean, go back to the, I think the eighth verse, rise up, rise, take up your bed mm-hmm. and walk. When we were risen with Christ, as you just gave that description of who love is because God is love and those are his things as a new man we ought to rise up in those things yeah and of course as we walk along this life it increases in us it should be peeling back the dead man just like uh when you use an exfoliator you have all this dead skin on there and you use an exfoliator and it sloughs off all that dead skin until what's until it reveals the smoothness that's underneath, and that's what when we when we rise as the new man walking in the spirit sloughs off that old man that old man right. until it exposes the new man that smooth skin mm-hmm. that smooth spirit
0: and so you know we want to cover those things and so that we don't overload you with all this stuff, all the unpacking, all this stuff on you, and you like, "Man, I'm that's too much."
1: And then, just to go with what you're saying on that, not not just overloading them, but to give them time to unpack mm-hmm. what we said, think about what we said. What is the spirit saying to you? Mm-hmm. Is he saying the same thing? Is he saying something different?
0: So we want line up line, precept upon precept, up, here a little, there a little, and so we want to give you a little bit here. And next week, we'll get into the conversation between the lame man and the Pharisees and how they're approaching this whole situation. So with that, we want to leave you with this message. What is, what is a going away message? What is the, the, the real life message that you would like to leave with the listeners on this particular piece we covered today?
1: Well, what we, what we want to, um, leave with with the listeners today is when when jesus speaks to you do what he says and immediately you will be made well now that doesn't mean that you're going to get what you want but you're going to get what you need
0: and and from from that point of view i mean if you look at it we have a situation in our life. You know, I don't know how long you've been in the situation. I don't know how long you felt the same way that you feel today that you did when it started. But there's some issues going on in your world, you know, just like my world and your world. There are things that happen in our lives that that we just can't shake. Mm-hmm. We're waiting. We're praying. But it just seemed like no answer is coming. And we're missing the opportunity To jump up in there and say, hey, listen, I've been set free. We don't know why. Whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is I'm going through, to recognize it as Jesus is the way. He is the truth and he is the life. And his promises are sure and true. And when we listen to the word of God, when we hear the gospel, if you're saved or not saved, when we hear the gospel, it should do something in our thinking, Mm -hmm. our words, In our actions, our thoughts, our words, and our actions, and just change. It's a game changer. When Jesus shows up to this lame man, his life is changed forever. When Jesus shows up in our lives, it should change forever. We should, can you imagine? This man's been lame for 38 years. Jesus comes and gives him a word of deliverance and freedom. He rises up. He takes his bed. He meets the the, uh, the Pharisees and Sadducees, and they say some things. It's not lawful for you to be carrying your bed. It's not lawful. And then all of a sudden, he goes back to being lame. When God sets you free, don't go back being lame.
1: Rise up from that thing that is oppressing you, that's holding you down. He says, rise up. Rise up from that bed. Get rid of that thing. T- take it up. And then walk, walk away from it, walk away from that, from that oppression, from that bondage, from, from whatever. And you can do it. We can do it because Jesus is the authority and he says that we can do it. We have to believe that what he says in his word is true. And it is for us today, right now.
0: We want to close with that, that message of hope. And assurance that Christ is the sinner. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And giving your life to Him sets you free from anything that has happened in your life. 38 years of baggage, 38 years that, that kept Him incapacitated. 38 years. And then one word, one trust, one belief, mm-hmm. and He set free. So in the name of Jesus Christ, if that's you or if you're going through some things and you just need to be set free, trust him, trust his word. And the word says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And that everlasting life starts the moment you believe. In the name of Jesus Christ, God bless you. We'll see you next week.